Are we live? No, we're not live. Oh, oh. Good evening, Jennifer. Good evening, Ed. Good evening, Joshua. Welcome to the Gleeful Podcast with Josh, Jen, and Ed. You can find us online at Gleeful Podcast on Twitter uh, at Gleeful Podcast. Uh, you can find me on Josh Purnell. Jennifer's at Jenny B Creative. He's at Edward Giordano. Jennifer. Joshua. So uh, this is a different show. We're not we're not live right now, and we have no video um, because my computer decided it hates heat which i think we can all understand it's been i agree i think i think we're all on board yes i think i think all of uh if you follow anyone from los angeles on twitter you can tell that los (laughs) angeles is in the middle of a debilitating heat wave and that it's not happy about it Uh, but particularly not happy about it is my computer so i went out um last week sometime and my computer just would not start and i took it to the apple star and apple store and now it will start not the apple star that's so weird (laughs) (laughs) took it to the apple store and now it will start but it can it likes to crash so we're on jennifer's computer right now which means we don't have all of our stuff and uh we're not quite up to um to live standards but uh i did uh one of the things that we don't have is all of the glee music which is on my <gasps> other computer oh. it's all backed up but i just don't have it here right and so what i so, did so, so, so you have spotify right? right no well so what i did was i went on youtube and i just like i typed in glee in youtube and the first suggested search was glee Gangnam Style. Nice. Hey, so, hey, it was a fun. It was a fun number, right? Yes, it was a fun number, uh, and it was from the last season where we don't play a lot of uh, music from. No. So uh, we opened up with Gangnam Style there. Uh, but uh, hardware issues aside, we are back for another episode of the Gleeful Podcast. Not that much to talk about this week. We have a little bit of Glee news. We have some promos to listen to, and uh, then we're just gonna fill a few minutes of your time yeah. because that's what we do in the off season. Uh, but uh, to get, kick things off, Jennifer. Yes. How is Candy Crush? Uh, Candy Crush is kind of, um, it's mildly addictive. Uh, is it mildly addictive or is it wholly addictive? Uh, it's like, it's like <laughs> nicotine, yeah. crack cocaine level you know, addiction. I don't smoke. <laughs> I drink well, I know you don't. Have, you don't smoke. You, know. you you're too busy candy crushing to too smoke. <laughs> yeah, and I was really oh my goodness, seriously stuck on level 147 for the last 
four weeks and then I finally figured out like I would get all these emails or like notices on Facebook and it's like oh somebody sent a request and I clicked through to it and I just assumed by clicking through that was actually doing something I didn't know that people were sending me lives because they could see how stuck I was <laughs> so now that I know how to receive lives and give lives and you know receive extra moves and give extra moves it's a much different game for me <laughs> It's actually winnable. <laughs> and so. Ed, uh, are you one to crush candy? I am not one to crush candy. My friend Julia at Fancy Can I, she, like, we like Skype all the time, and she was just, like, stuck on some level, uh, like, level 340 or something insane. <laughs> and she was just, like, she, and, like, she, like, literally, we were on the, we were on Skype for, like, seriously, like, four hours. And she, at the, like, near the end of that four hours, she's like, yes, I did it. I'm like, oh, God. Wow. You were still playing Candy Crush this entire time? She's like, uh, when would I have stopped? I'm like, oh, just kidding. I, There's a, see, I, I've not gotten into Candy Crush at all, but uh, we opened with Gang... I I'm scared. <laughs> we opened with Gangnam Save Style, yourself. but I actually prefer the song he did after that, which was Gentleman. Oh. Um, I, I I really like Size Gentleman. I think that then the video is hilarious. Is that even is that even a hit? I don't. Know, I don't even. It's not as I've big a hit, but he he got like six million hits in the first weekend. So by what? YouTube standards, it's a huge hit. I, um, I guess. But it's so like, it's like a hit by proximity. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, so in Gentleman, there's a scene where he is talking to a girl and she's ignoring him playing Candy Crush and he was on like level 250. I didn't even know there were that many levels. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm up at 152 now, which I think I need to put a limit. I think I need to, you know, call it quits at 200 or something. I said that about um, I said Tower. that about Tiny Tower forever. And I finally stopped playing Tiny Tower when I effectively, when there were no more floors to build. Like yeah. <laughs> at, at Tiny Tower where you earn enough money to build another floor. And I had earned so much money and built so many floors that it was like, we have no more floors for you. There are no more floors you can build. Yeah. So uh, it wasn't too tiny of a tower, was it? Oh, no. Heck no, no. I, yeah. I got to like 250 floors or something. It was pretty bad. But I remember when you said, I'm going to quit at 100. <laughs> yeah, I kept saying I'm going to quit quit at 100. And then I go quit at 150. And then I just kept going. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, uh, hey, Glee comes gamble, back in. So. so we are here to talk a little bit about Glee. Uh, and uh, Glee does come back in a couple weeks. So that is yes. very exciting. Very uh, we'll be Beatles. back for season five. There's a couple season five promos going around. Uh, I thought I would play my favorites. Um, here. Uh, the only one I saw was the one of Blaine talking. And that is, we'll we'll play with that one first it's because we know cute. the listeners love Blaine. And this is a pretty funny promo. We'll talk about it in a sec. But this is uh, the first official trailer that they put out for Glee season five. We are coming back with oh, one of the that. greatest secret weapons, Beatlemania. Beatles is a big deal for me. The Beatles are so epic that we need two weeks to do them justice. At the end of season four, we had a little bit of a cliffhanger. I don't know, maybe kind of, sort of, I don't know. A little box behind Blaine's back. Who knows what's in the box? Blaine is getting ideas. It might have something to do with something that rhymes with Shaposal. Kurt and I will have a happy ending. Sue Sylvester's up to her old tricks, being evil and mean. Welcome back, Coach Sylvester. It's Principal Sylvester. Five seasons later, Sue continues 
to destroy the Glee Club. We can win back-to-back -back national titles and form a New Directions dynasty. Eyes on the prize, guys. If you ask Darren what his chances are of having Blaine win, I'd be like, I don't know, man. But if you asked Blaine, he would say, I think we're gonna make it. So cute. So, yes, uh, if you could listen to that very frustrating audio. Um, <laughs> I, I, the reason I love that trailer, <laughs> that, that promo, is how, uh, well, uh, Darren and Blaine are two different people. <laughs> like the, At the very end, it's like, oh, that's kind of hilarious yeah. that it is actually a character. Uh, but that is a yes, that is a precious ship promo, and all the the fangirls probably just you know uh, freaked out. So anyway, but that that's the Leaf season five promo. We also have this one, which is specifically about the first episode, and uh, this is a uh, much shorter. Here is Glee season five promo entitled "Love, Love, Love." Thursday, September twenty sixth. Nothing you can do that can't be done. It's the biggest performance in Glee history. The Beatles. Beatles. The Beatles. Beatles. Seriously, can anyone still relate to the Beatles? Pretty much the entire world. All you need is love. An epic two-part season premiere event. Yes. All you need is love. Come together. You're a monster, Susan Vestar. As Glee sings the Beatles. Doesn't that freak you out? Glee two-part season premiere begins Thursday, September twenty-sixth on Fox. So yes, we oh, are... I miss Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> More Kitty. That's what I'd be thinking. Kitty had claws. So yeah, we are coming back. Two episodes of the Beatles. Uh, Jennifer. Yes. What is your favorite Beatles song? Oh, man. I, I give you. I give you my top two. All right, Ed. Top two. I... While Jennifer thinks. Okay. We we can work it out and across the universe. We can work it out. Oh, those are both really good ones, Jennifer. Something. Something. Really. You went with a George Harrison song. I love that one. <laughs> it is beautiful. It is. It is a lovely song. Uh, Frank Sinatra used to say it's his favorite Lennon McCartney song. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I could have gone with Penny Lane. Penny. Well, you should go with Penny Lane. I got called Penny She's Lane She's in a your lot. ears and in your eyes. Um, I'm Jenny Lane. Yes, I used to get that quite a bit. Those are both great. Yes, Across the Universe is a lovely song. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a great one. Uh, I personally, I've always said you've got to hide your love away. I think that's a that's a perfect song. I could see you playing I do, that. I do really enjoy David Cook's uh, Eleanor Rigby. <laughs> oh, I you know, I, I love that song, too. It's just it's so sad. So sweet and so sad. Eleanor Rigby is, is my favorite Halloween song. I think that song is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. It used to give me nightmares when I was a child. True story. So we will have lots of uh, fun Beatles stuff to talk about in a couple weeks. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, they are starting off with two Beatles episodes. Um, I'm a little worried, I have to admit, that that's... When, when American Idol did two Beatles episodes in a row, it did get a little repetitive. Technically, okay, technically... One was Lennon McCartney week and the other was Beatles week. Oh, well, there you go. Technically. technically. Yeah. Oh, wait. So you're saying the first week was only Beatles songs by John Lennon and Paul McCartney? Or no, any song that Lennon and McCartney wrote together was one, week one and week two was any Beatles song, which I realized. Yeah. Wait. So, where are you calling that? Because, like, you know, John, uh, or John Lennon, uh, Paul McCartney still credits all the songs on his records to Lennon and McCartney. So, where are you? Like, uh, uh, how are you defining the, that? Like, like I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, no one did this, but technically, for the first week of season seven's Beatles Part One Mania Top Twelve, they could have 
And they could have done any Lennon, Mc, any song credited by Lennon McCartney. Oh, interesting. And the second week was the Beatles. Not, but it undoubtedly just ended up two Beatles weeks. But it was technically not the same theme. Oh, technically, that's interesting. Uh, well, yeah. So um, I, I, I am a little worried that it's going to get repetitive. Uh, but uh, what do you guys think about that? You think two Beatles weeks is just you know there's there's certainly no shortage of great songs. To I do. I kind of wish they weren't together. If that's Oh, kind of like they broke up Britney and Britney 2.0. I mean, I would be like, like if they did this, like, I don't know. Like if they would do the first episode of season six with Lennon McCartney. Yeah. I I can see that. I mean, the, the other challenge I think is thematically, I mean, it's a, you know, the Beatles are, have a very consistent musical theme. And I worry that it's going to be two episodes that are almost too similar. That said, if they kind of do it as like one giant episode, then it, it well, well do, we, do we know for a fact that it isn't a two two episode premiere they're saying like a two, two part episode. premiere yeah that's how they that's how they just um build it in that preview i was under the impression that it is so a can, two part premiere but it's taking place over two weeks right uh, oh so it's but yeah. it's not it's not a two hour premiere i guess that's Two hour of two episodes in the same night. That isn't that isn't the case. I, I don't like think so. I will thing. look yeah, it up, but I don't think so. Two weeks in a row because they did oh, say on the third sense. week when they returned. On the third week is when they would um, address Finn. Yes, and I think I'm just I'm really all kind of in knots about it. I I don't know if I want to see two episodes where they they haven't acknowledged him, and then all I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna feel weird to me. It is. I'm sure there will be some foreshadowing, knowing, no, actually not knowing them, knowing yeah. other established writers. Right. There will be some foreshadowing. Mm. <laughs> so, um, well, so this is not, uh, uh, this could be regarded as spoilery. So if you are even more hardcore than Jennifer and I, and we're pretty hardcore about spoilers. Oh, oh God. Um, I, then I, you I'm should, sorry for you. You should fast forward a couple minutes, but... The first episode airing on September 26th is entitled Love, Love, Love. And the second episode in, uh, airing on October 3rd is entitled Tina in the Sky with Diamonds. Tina episode, boys and girls. Wow. Tina Cohen Chang. Nice. Tina Cohen Chang Chang. <laughs> so, uh, so, yes, we are going to get two separate episodes about the Beatles, but it does appear that story-wise it's going to be a two-part premiere. Yes. Uh, September 26th and October 3rd. That's just a few weeks away, so that's very exciting. Yeah, uh, I am actually looking forward to it. The other big... Oh, sorry. <laughs> the other big news in the Gleavers is that Demi Lovato has been cast. Uh, she will pre- portray um, a, a a love interest for Santana, it appears. Yeah, um, but, but don't get too attached to her because she's kind of contractually obliged to X Factor, so as soon as that starts up, <laughs> like... Well, she's a she's a first half of the season love interest. <laughs> yeah, Don't she's she's gonna appear in six episodes, um, oh, and she's on the show. Uh, and she's been tweeting some photos and uh, kind of talking a little bit about the show. Uh, she did say, let's see, um, she did uh, appear on Ryan Seacrest radio show to talk a little bit about her time on the set, uh, which she described as a giant hangout environment. 
since she's been longtime friends with some of the class. She also explained, this is from MTV.com, she also explained how proud she is to be representing the LGBT community on the Fox series. She said, quote, what I want people to take away from this isn't, oh my God, Demi is kissing a girl, like this is crazy or whatever. It's so funny to read the way these kids talk. Uh, whatever. I want people to take from it that this is actually an incredible step in our generation today where I'm able to play a young lesbian on primetime TV. It's becoming the norm, and I'm honored to be able to be hopefully inspiring people with my character to be who they are and not be afraid or ashamed. Uh, the sentiment is quite is quite sweet, and I do appreciate that, though I do feel like in the wings, Naya Rivera is going, I've been doing that for like three years. <laughs> what are you talking about? Right, but this this branches out the audience a bit, because she'll bring... She'll she bring will bring a new audience. A different, yeah. I mean, she'll bring crossover fans. Is yeah. she the first... Well... Okay, I don't know if I could like the first Disney person. Oh, kind of like, like she's definitely. The, oh yeah, she's she's definitely the first kind of Disney-ish uh, but, personality. But she, Simone, show. but she didn't play. She didn't play a character in real life. So, I mean, I mean, like, there's never been a television show that that framed that aspect of Raven's life. Oh, you're oh you're saying that because Raven Simone is gay in real life. Um, yeah, but 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 Demi, but Demi's the first Disney star to play one in a in a, on a television show. Uh, yeah, I just I, yes. I mean it's arguable territory. I mean whatever progress is. I mean I think awesome. it's cool. I I I do think it it'll be interesting to have somebody like Demi Lovato on Glee. I mean, kind of an established pop star yeah. in that way. Um and oh god, uh, can you say that about Demi? Is she? I guess I guess recently you she has such a her. following. Um, I mean, obviously yeah. she's enough of a pop star to be a judge on a talent show. Okay, that I uh, that's that's you're adorable. That those are words that can be strung together. Oh, wow. but, <laughs> I excuse myself. Here? No, that was I, no. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. She's enough of a pop star to be a host, a, a judge on a reality show. Um, and she, you know, she's never had huge hits, but she's oh, got I mean, what four records. Was, so. That was like her biggest hit. Give your heart a break was. I don't yeah. think I've ever heard one of her songs. Yeah. Um, I mean, it must well, have, I'm going to play one of them right now because the only reason I brought up Demi Lovato is to play the song because I think the song is amazing. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> This song's awesome. Just to, that there is nothing left to 
of the rest of her music is kind of like BS, like self-empowerment, you know, type oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, self-empowerment's so BS. Yeah, Josh. Well, no, it, it's just like there's a difference between like great self-empowerment anthems and just having an entire record of like, you're beautiful and you should be awesome. And I don't find, like, I don't really find like a depth of real... Like, the messages in her self-empowerment songs are pretty flimsy to me. It's like the messages in Roar. Like, the whole self-empowerment... Like, Roar is so narcissistic, and it's all just filled with cliches. And I don't see... Even though she's trying to have a a message of self-empowerment, self-acceptance, it's just kind of like Katy Perry talking about how awesome she is. It's like like, uh, Roar is... <laughs> like the brave, like the Sarah Bareilles brave, but like oh, I've without heard the without the ge- genius. Yeah, yeah oh, t- exactly. It's yeah. I I had tweeted that exact thing. It's like she, uh, Katy Perry heard Brave and she was like, I should make it about me, and that's pretty much what Roar is, and fill it with cliches. I mean, she literally says, but, but, but "I but have the like, eye of the tiger," in so that song filled with cliche that it's like it's like its thing, it's its own thing. <laughs> and the music video. I must say, I watched it for the first time today, and it was, I was quite impressed. It was like a technical feat of awesomeness, and I realized, of course, <laughs> she's a huge pop star and can afford to do these things, but since I've been watching lots of Heroes of Cosplay on sci-fi, I've like <laughs> grown, found even more appreciation for technical things. <laughs> I don't know. I can't recommend that show, but I did watch four episodes in a row. <laughs> That's awesome. That's like a lot of movies Josh watches. I can't recommend it, but I love it. Jennifer, what what show did you watch four episodes of yesterday? Yesterday? Yeah. Breaking Bad. Oh, no. No. What did I watch? You watched Tattoo Nightmares. Oh, my goodness. You watched so much Tattoo Nightmares. I did. I totally forgot about that. And then we went to see The World's End, which was amazing. That was a lot of fun. So, so much fun. And even better than the movie was the air conditioning in which it was shown. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) because at 4.30 in the afternoon, it was still 102 outside. So it felt good to sit in AC for Oh, God. I was complaining it was like 90 here. (laughs) Apparently, I'm... I mean, I'm thrilled right now. I'm a whiner. At seven thirty at night, I think it's down to about 80, 89 degrees. It's almost nice here right now. It's actually really it's been comfortable right oppressively now. Oppressively hot the last few days. Um, and then also, uh, last but not least, in the Gleeverse, we have Amber Riley joining the cast of Dancing with the Stars. In uh, actually, I have to admit, the first cast of Dancing with the Stars where I recognized everyone. Usually there's about half the cast of Dancing with the Stars where I've no idea who that person is and I'm pretty plugged in <laughs> but I knew everyone except for the guy from Pretty Little Liars. Um, I So I knew everyone but one in this particular season of Dancing with the Stars. Uh, but Emma Riley on Dancing with the Stars um, Jennifer, do you think this is like step up, step down, exciting? How did you feel about Amber Riley on dancing? In a weird way, I actually kind of felt like it was a step up. Like I feel this is this is big. Well, I mean, this, this bonifies her as a star. Like, like <laughs> it's in the name. Yeah. Well, no, but, I mean, yeah, but Glee, Glee treated her like the the run singer, and now, but ABC is like, you know what? You're a star to us. Yeah. That's a really good point. That's really that's really true. I mean, this is the first time Amber Riley is kind of stepping out as Amber Riley. Right. And not as the one who sings back up for Leah Michelle. Yeah. This is kind of, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, she'll be in the spotlight. I and 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 she has I think Derek is her partner. So I think Derek. That- 
Derek Hoff. Derek Hoff. Yeah. Now that's an so that's a question, Jennifer. Who's the bigger star, Amber Riley or Derek Hoff? Derek Hoff. You know, I find it so funny because. Like it's like the professional partners have gotten to the level of fame that it's oh, like, yes. mm, oh which yeah, one, which one's the famous one now? Well, we, were <laughs> in, we were at Disney a couple of years ago when they were recording their Christmas special, and they actually had some of the dancers. Um, was, we got to see um, well, Selena Gomez was lip syncing her song, and the um, Big Bad Video Daddy. 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 Live, and then they, <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, yes, lip syncing live. She, she, <laughs> I, I, yeah totally live and then they had um yeah they had some of the dancers the stars people and i was like oh my god i got so excited about seeing them it was kind of <laughs> so funny josh was like well and josh actually recognized some of them so yes it was very it was really fun the funniest thing was like a couple of those guys are really short <laughs> I had no oh, idea how short a they lot were. of them are really short yeah so. uh well this i mean i've never been able to um stomach i mean watch uh, much dancing with the stars. I can't handle it because because it's like so long winded. But it is. It's so they take their time. But Tom but there, there, there is somewhat of a saving grace with the season that may can have me consider at least watching a few episodes. Well, I mean, we have Jesse Spano is on this season. We got Jesse Spano. We have Mercedes Jones. Uh, we have uh, what? What was her name? Nikki Carosi. Uh, Liam Remini when she was on Saved by the Bell this summer season. Um, like the like half this cast is people I had uh, crushes on in high school. Like this is a, such a hilarious cast. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, but it, it's a positive thing that they got like... they, this season. They got rid of the results episodes. Oh, really? What does that mean? Really? Because because they have they have like the two hour performance episode and the next day they would have the results. Yeah. So it's just going to be one night a week. But now they're just going to announce the results from the last week at the end of the next, like of like like of last week's result at the end of the episode. Wow, that's very that's very strange. Okay, so it's only going to be on one night a week now. Yes, thank goodness. I might actually be able to stomach it sometimes. Wow. It was a really long show. I mean, it was like I, I just remember um, every time you'd turn on the TV, you'd be like, "This is another Dancing with the Stars." Oh my god. <laughs> Interesting. It's true. Okay. She was Stacy. I mean, it's kind of, kind of like how National Star, when they ran out of budget money, they had to go down to one day a week. National. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, you, you know, I like National Star sometimes. Shows but, where <laughs> the uh, shows that the like competition shows that don't have a results show, so you like eliminate someone during the performances or like right before the performances is always awkward. <laughs> It's always a What's strange it's like, setup. It's either it's either let them perform and then get eliminated, or let them be eliminated before they perform. Like it's like like I don't know. I guess it's better to let them perform because at least they like. Well, this is like I practice all week. I should at least do it, right? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's almost it's sad. It's like they're in costume, ready to go. It's like oh no, you're going home. That's uh, what they did on Fame. They couldn't afford two episodes on Fame. Yeah. They had to do the elimination before, like. They performed, and then next week, before the performances, they had their results segment. <laughs> so we got Bill Nye the Science Guy. That's the other reason that I might have to watch. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I might have to watch Dancing with the Stars. Or I'll just be in the other room, and Jennifer can be like, hey, Bill Nye's dancing, and I'll be like, okay, I'll come in just for that. Um, yeah, okay, so here's the segue opportunity that we missed, Josh. Okay. I was trying to, I, I was trying to feed it to you with the Eleanor Rigby, David Cook, that was supposed to lead you straight into Adam Lambert beyond Glee, but you you didn't take it. You didn't take it, so I'm. I'm oh, oh because Adam Lambert being on Glee. 
Uh, you know, yes, I'll be I, honest, I, I totally I forgot that Adam Lambert's supposed to be on Glee. <laughs> I what? did too. I totally forgot that Adam Lambert is going to be on, oh, or yeah. that they announced Adam Lambert yeah. on Glee. And I That's actually exciting. believe it because, um, uh, I actually believe Adam Lambert will be on Glee because Brian Murphy put it on his Twitter. <laughs> it was announced via Brian Murphy's Twitter. Oh, that's right. And unless it comes from Ryan Murphy's mouth. I, I, I don't believe it. it. Yeah. yeah. So do we know anything about Adam Lambert's character on Gliad? Uh, no, but I mean, I thought I it was going to be a he's teacher. Not really a, he's not really a busy person, so it isn't like he couldn't be on the whole season. And <laughs> Why did I, I think I, he was going to be a teacher? I make some assumptions. He could be a love interest for Kurt. He could be a teacher in Indiana. Or he that's could be, what I'm thinking. Or he could kill Mr. Schuster. What? What? <laughs> I haven't read anything official, but the rumor is that he's a villain of some kind, and I, I, I mean, imagine he's going to be a villain in New York. You know what would be, fu- be funny? Yeah. You know what would be funny, even though this probably isn't going to happen, if he was the new cheerleading coach. I would you. love to see him be the new coach of Vocal Adrenaline. I think that would be hilarious. No, Bring I want. Him, I rivalry. want him to be. I want him to be the since Sue is becoming principal. <laughs> oh, okay. Have him be the cheerleader, Cheerios coach. All right, I'll buy like, that. I like that idea. If I don't know. It'd just, it just be fun. It'd be funny. I don't know. <laughs> if for some or reason not. I do think he's a teacher or a TA at N- Niata. And I know. Like, that's, oh. probably, that's the logical thing. Yeah. I, They're yeah. pretty much putting all the new all the uh these announced cast members are all in new york like no one wants well, to get mckinley bop up the new york side because it was clearly last season was william mckinley with a side dish of new york <laughs> and now they're like oh oh we have new york with a side dish of william mckinley <laughs> so do you think like th- that's an interesting point ed do you really do you think that this season is going to become much more new york focused if they want to phase out William McKinley, they need to. If I mean, this, we have it, two more we, years, so there there is an opportunity for them to close out William McKinley in this season. All of the characters that we really give a crap about are going to graduate at the end of this season, and then next season could entirely be in New York. That would be an interesting... And now that Smash isn't on the air, it wouldn't be as repetitive as it might have been last year. That's an interesting... Uh, you know, uh, a way for the show to go. Jennifer's kind of grimacing. Yeah, I, I still, I don't, th- I don't I'm think it can work. I stepped on the cast tail. I mean, it, no, I, mean, it, I, so feel, I feel like it's almost to the point where the uh, winner of American Idol should win a spot on Glee. Because <laughs> 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 this is the last. They they announced that this is probably going to be the last Idol tour, so they're not doing too well. So, oh. so they're like the winner of American Idol will get like like in in the foreign X Factors. They've been throwing in cars for the winner because, you know, what's a what's a recording contract anymore? But you physically get this car if you win, if nothing else. So it's like... <laughs> what were you saying, Jennifer? Oh, I, I forgot. Oh, you forgot? <laughs> rant, rant, rant. Uh, well, um, yeah, so there's not a lot else going on in the Gleeverse, uh, but they are filming like crazy, and we will continue to keep an eye on that as the premiere gets closer and closer. Um, and that's about all we had. Uh, Jennifer, did you have anything else to discuss? No. Uh, Ed, do you want to promo your your other podcast? Well, I, I want to talk something. I want to talk something else before I do that. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if it was ABC or NBC, but it was one of those two show. It's one of those two networks that they have announced that they're that I think it was ABC that all their shows, every single one of them, they're going to do twelve episodes in the fall 
a three-month break, and then 12 episodes, non like two non-stop segments of a of a of a TV show, like of like of every of all their shows. Huh. That'd and be great for people like us. That <laughs> people would be with awesome. podcasts. <laughs> because it's like, do you think that? Do you think if it's successful, will Fox adapt adopt to that? Well, I guess Fox can't because of baseball or is that yeah i mean because is as long as fox issue? has the nfl they're they're never really going to be able to be that oh, okay. slavish about their schedule um but and i mean i think baseball playoffs. i think that's really great i mean personally i do find that i enjoy shows more when i can really get into the momentum and the rhythm of the episodes you know if you can promise me that we're going to get a series of 8 to 12 episodes without interruption I mean yeah I'm always going to be more excited as a viewer to be able to do that you know with certain with a certain uh, uh, dependability consistency true yeah totally uh, well Ed how is how are things over at Nimbus Magnifica Nimbus Magnifica I think the first episode went really great I don't know if you guys had a chance to hear it. I but did. Jen, I know, Jen, because I was, like, stalking yeah. her on Facebook. Like, did you no, <laughs> no, you weren't stalking me. And I'm glad you reminded me. You guys are really good together. I was impressed. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, usually I, the first episode, you're kind of working out the kinks. You, you learn each other's rhythms and so forth. But it was a very balanced, um, enjoyable show to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. I was like, because that was the first time that all of us ever talked together. Ever. Like, ever. <laughs> And I was just trying to, I don't know, I, I don't know. I was like, I want our first episode not to seem like a first episode. They realize it won't be perfect, but we could, we could pretend like we know each other. And it's, it's because, I don't know, we're all, we're all over the country, so it's really awesome. I'm excited for our next episode. We're recording September 15th, which is Sunday, I believe. That's Sunday, whatever that Sunday around there. So, <laughs> so yeah, so check it out, nimbus.magnifica.wordpress.com. Yay. And, cool. yeah. And it's an adorable website, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still Thank, oh, yes, the website's to, awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Not Thanks that the show, I've not heard of it. Oh, of course. Files. Like, I hope our downloads, well, I'm sure our downloads aren't bad. <laughs> you have not like exploded yet. <laughs> well, that's cool. Um, and that's, uh, yeah, I guess that's, that's pretty much all we have. It's a short one, but we wanted to uh, uh, keep the conversation going in the Gleeverse. Um, well, and can, can, I, can I read some iTunes reviews since I haven't done oh, that in a while? Oh, yes, you should absolutely mention some iTunes reviewers. That would be great. Yeah, I mean, we, we haven't, we haven't, because I, I was like, I was like, oh, I should pull that up, so because I've been saying I would do that. So here we are. So, um, uh, some iTunes reviews that we've gotten recently. Alejandro the Gleek, he said he began listening in episode twelve. I love listening to, to the three of you of your opinions. We continue to talk about Glee. Even if it's after it's long over, I should just read it for <laughs> When I summarize it, fail both. Um, we got a we got a, another message from APL. I love to hear your thoughts on the episodes. And uh, Jack C, nineteen oh two nine. I'm a six year old obsessed with Glee. Sounds weird, <laughs> but not really. My son is in, is an NYU musical theater alum, and my daughter a dancer. I've been around the arts my whole life, so to listen to other people talk not only about Glee, but to listen to just Jen and Jen- uh, Ed and Jennifer talk about other interesting, funny, and insightful things. Dear to my heart is always entertaining. Love the show. So, if you have any exciting things to say about us on iTunes, I am going to make a pledge-ish promise to try and read them <laughs> on the show this season. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, We'd almost commit the red. Boost our ratings. I mean, on the iTunes, the iTunes ratings. You get more reviews. Well, we can definitely, you can always uh, get in contact with us. You can email us at gleefulpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at gleefulpodcast. I'm at Josh Burnell. She's at Jenny B. Creative. He's at Edward Giordano. You can find us on the website, which is at gleefulpodcast.com, and on Facebook. Just search for Gleeful Podcast. Uh, I think their next episode very well could be the the premiere of Glee, so that's exciting. Uh, so look forward to that in just a couple weeks. Um, on Tuesday, new albums come out by Janelle Monet and by The Weeknd, and they're both amazing, and you should buy them both. Uh, though Kiss Land <laughs> is filthy. Uh, for the Gleeful Podcast with Josh, Jen, and I'm Josh. I'm Jen. For any Australian listeners... Vote for Third Degree for me on X, uh, X Factor Australia. And I'm covering X Factor Australia on MJ's big blog because I do things and I'm crazy. So so check, check out my articles. I tweet, tweet them like once a week. I'm like, I wrote an article. Look at me. Yeah. So awesome. Talk to you later. Have a nice day. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Good night. As long as there's a chance